G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hello, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. You can hear 2020 weekdays on Vision from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Well, it's been two weeks since Typhoon Haiyan wrought destruction on the central Philippines, taking more than 5,000 lives and leaving families with nothing but the clothes they were wearing. Australia's first response to the unfolding disaster was to send a team from the National Critical Care and Trauma Response Centre based in Darwin. We've been following the progress with the work of the team. Dr Len Nataris, who heads up the team, is back with us today as the teams rotate and the emergency work continues. Len Nataris, welcome back to 2020. Look, a pleasure. Uh, thank you, Neil, and uh, thank you for all of your support and indeed your listeners' support and uh, their, uh, their well wishes and prayers. Thank you. Well, Len, we're two weeks since the typhoon and our initial team, Team Alpha, has just returned home. Uh, what has their report been to uh, to yourself? That's right. Uh, look, Team Alpha uh, arrived back uh, the night before last. That's uh, Tuesday, and uh, they um, they were tired, pretty well exhausted uh, from the the experience. They're only gaining a few hours sleep each night up there, but um, the total devastation on arrival. It was a moonscape, and uh, they arrived to what was uh, a large concrete slab right alongside uh, the airport. But the, uh, the blessing in that was that uh, it was a solid concrete base and uh, it was well, uh, well, well suited to establishing our 60-bed uh, hospital and uh, all of the other shelters that uh, subserve the purpose of uh, outpatients, assessment, X-ray, all of those things. They've seen um, and treated in excess, and I'm, I'm talking up till my report of, uh, of yesterday, uh, Wednesday, uh, uh, they've, they've treated in excess of um, 1,800, 1,900 patients uh, and performed just on uh, um, around about uh, uh, 200 surgeries, of which uh, uh, 80 or so have been major surgeries. Among those surgeries, we have had um, everything from spinal injuries through to uh, significant fractures, uh, uh, necrotic or rotting wounds that had been um, the result of the uh, the terrible typhoon, and um, and and other uh, you know other other conditions uh, related to everything from diabetes through to uh, to pregnancy. Um, a significant difference has been made. Uh, the team while very, very tired, is, is satisfied with the achievement that has occurred. But as I say, coming back on, uh, on Tuesday evening and then literally crossing over with the Bravo team, which uh, is in country, um, is quite a remarkable, uh, a remarkable business. We've got, uh, uh, at the moment, we've got just on uh, 30, uh, sorry, yeah, 44 uh, clinicians and logisticians uh, on the ground up there. Uh, seven of those will come back in the next two days, 
but um, the other 37 will remain for the next two weeks and uh, continue the good work that has occurred already. And in fact, uh, Neil, those uh, members of Team Bravo, if they were expecting to have a uh, quiet time, were already in the operating room performing surgery within 30 minutes of setting down in Tacloban. And Len, will Team Bravo undertake the same sorts of challenges as the Team Alpha did? They just basically hit the ground running this time without having to set up? Exactly. Uh, look, team, uh, team Alpha arrived to a horrendous moonscape, uh, denuded trees, uh, and there are the photographs that are on our website uh, demonstrate just how uh, horrendous the... Uh, uh, and stark the situation was on arrival. So Alpha had to actually set up the self-contained uh, clinical village, to use, uh, 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 for, for want of a better word, uh, whereas Team Bravo have been able to come in and, uh, while hitting the ground running, y- y- literally uh, access those, uh, those assets already set up. They are not confronted with the... Uh, uh, the bodies that uh, were strewn about when uh, Alpha arrived and indeed the uh, the death and deterioration um, that was very starkly presented to Alpha. But, um, but Bravo uh, certainly has a, a challenge and uh, has most definitely over the last couple of days embraced that challenge. I guess even for our seasoned team of professionals uh, who've come back with Team Alpha, they must go through some level of debriefing and that confrontation uh, that you're talking about, uh, I guess there's uh, perhaps some need for a special debriefing, even counselling for those particular team members? Absolutely. Uh, during um, I, 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 Over the years I've been a, a great uh, advocate of, uh, of uh, immediate briefing, hot briefing. Uh, and in fact, during the first Bali, I, uh, I call in the hospital chaplains along with the social workers, psychologists and uh, indeed uh, psychiatrists to assist with that briefing. The scars of that particular event back there in 2002, um, still, it, it was still raw even up to, uh, up to last year, which was the 10th anniversary. Now, with this particular event uh, being so horrific, uh, we've started the, uh, the the hot briefing to uh, to describe it as as, as we would uh, uh, pretty well immediately. Now we're reuniting people with their family. That'll be followed up over the next 48 hours to uh, to further brief them with uh, appropriately trained psychologists, and then we follow it up again a third time um, in the next uh, four weeks, where uh, they'll have the opportunity to uh, to express their feelings and. Uh, uh, to the best of our ability to be able to address the issues uh, uh, that have been confronted. You're listening to the 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. We're back continuing an update on Australia's on-the-ground response in the Philippines, where just two weeks ago, Typhoon Haiyan wrought destruction on the central Philippines, taking more than 5,000 lives. The first team of Australians on the ground were called Team Alpha from the National Critical Care and Trauma Response Centre in Darwin. They're back this week and are being replaced by Team Bravo. Dr Len Notaris, who leads the team, is with us. Len, just a short while ago, you mentioned the work of chaplains with team members. Is there a chaplain that goes with the team or is the work of chaplains primarily on the return home? So that's work primarily on the return home. Um, we uh, 
we uh, in Royal Darwin Hospital, which uh, is where the uh, the centre is set up. Uh, our uh, our offices are here at the uh, the Royal Darwin, and over a number of years, I was uh, general manager and medical director of the hospital. Uh, during that time, um, I'm proud to say that I worked very closely in building up the uh, the team of chaplains uh, here and uh, recognising the incredible importance of uh, uh, ecumenical um, pastoral care, uh, not not from the purely religious perspective, but from the support and comfort perspective. And while we don't have um, trained chaplains, uh, and when I say trained, trained in the OSMAT response going with the mission, we certainly uh, we certainly use them uh, on return uh, because uh, they. Uh, uh, they are well versed and very streetwise as to uh, uh, the situations that occur in the hospitals and indeed uh, uh, in disaster situations as well. I, I can see a place in the future, uh, uh, Neil, for, for, for us actually uh, working further towards that. And I think uh, as the uh, these sort of responses grow um, from from the National Critical Care and Trauma Response Centre, I can see a, a real uh, facility for it. Is there enough church support happening on the ground in the Philippines at the moment? Absolutely an enormous amount. Um, the, uh, the Philippines is a, uh, a deeply religious um, uh, nation, and uh, that, has been, uh, that, that has been witnessed, uh, that response has been witnessed at all levels. And in fact, uh, here in Darwin, there have been a number of functions that have been held both uh, by the Filipino community, but also by the, uh, the various churches that uh, have well uh, uh, have well um, contributed to uh, to the relief effort. Um, the uh, uh, from from one end of the spectrum, um, the, uh, uh, the various churches have been able to comfort and assist uh, those who are the dead and the dying, or the families of the dead and the dying the orphaned uh, um, and those people who are grieving, they've been able to um, provide some closure with, um, with the burials as well and indeed uh, significant support and support at a number of different levels which go far beyond just pastoral support but also to uh, uh, practical aid support as well. With the church standing alongside people who have gone through such trauma and uh, and grieving relatives who've lost loved ones, uh, is it a sense that uh, that it's really quite obvious that the church is really drawing alongside the people there in the Philippines? Absolutely, absolutely. And I've heard firsthand comments. Um, it is from Filipinos. Um, it is our faith in the future. Uh, and our faith, and that's a religious faith, that makes it worth going on. We've suffered total devastation. We've lost everything. We've lost people close to us. But uh, the one thing we haven't lost is our faith. And uh, that in itself, Neil, without um, uh, endeavouring to be religious in any way, and I'm, I'm not making that comment for that particular reason, but I think that has been a, uh, a linchpin in in the uh, in, in the very appetite for a uh, successful recovery. Well, Len, I know that uh, all Australians will be right behind you, and uh, we honour you for your uh, oversight of what's been happening with the National Critical Care and Trauma Response uh, Team that's been in the Philippines. 
Uh, Len, just a pleasure uh, just hearing uh, the way that our team has responded and uh, it sounds like they're doing us proud and uh, really working well with uh, those who are really in uh, desperate need there in the Philippines. Len? Well, 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 Neil, just one... This has been an Australian response mm. and it has been representative of every state in, and, and territory in Australia and indeed New Zealand as well. So we can be proud that it is a national effort. Well, thanks for all your work, Len, and thanks for being with us today on 2020. A pleasure. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.